I'm Shannon Judkins, and I'm the Family and Children's Ministry Team Leader, and I am so excited to share with you the new season for our kindergarten through fifth grade families at third, as we shift our Wednesday night from kids programming to family experiences. This new opportunity is called Flourishing Families, and it will launch on Wednesday, September 21st from 6 to 8 p.m., And the first eight-week session will run through November 9th. We will take a break and then resume the next eight weeks starting mid-January. I'd like to give you a quick overview, vision of what the evening will entail. From 6 to 6.45, the table will be set for all families to come and eat a meal together along with other families. The good news is there will be no cooking or cleanup. Just come, eat, relax, and enjoy. There will be a free will offering available. From 6.30 to 6.45, when families finish, there will be family fun games in the chapel, minute to win it challenges, and activities for family to engage in. From 6.45 to 7.15, everyone will transition into the chapel for a large group time where we will have praise and worship, we'll have a message which might involve a skit or a video, along with a verse and a family prayer time. Our goal is for families to be present in His presence and encounter Him just through interaction with the Word and Spirit. We truly believe our Father's heart is for families to have permission to unplug, to come together to relax, not to be in a hurry, to just receive and spend time together with Him. And our prayer is that families will taste and see the goodness of the Lord during this divine time, that they would be better equipped to flourish. Then from 7.15 to 8, we will end the evening downstairs in the multi-purpose room where all families will gather together to bless and encourage others in our community as well as the world with a different service project each week. Grandparents are welcome to come with their children and grandchildren or they can become a grand friend for children whose parents that may be taking a class or being involved in a small group. We also need adults who would be ready to welcome, prepare meals, pray and assist with our service projects. There will be childcare available for children birth through pre-K. If you have any questions, please feel free to contact me, Shannon J at trcpella.com. You may go to our website and register today and can't wait to see all of you on September 21st. Welcome back to the T3 Family Podcast, where we are equipping families to thrive. Hey, hey, welcome back. It's a new year. It's a new well, year. Sort of, right? It's a new ministry year. Yeah, it is a new ministry year. So it's kind of funny working at a church where your years aren't like the calendar year all the time. It's like yeah. our really busy months are September, right? And mm-hmm. January when we're launching. Yeah ministry so yeah i think we start our years in the wrong time anyways i've said this a few times now recently oh, what do middle, you middle of winter is the wrong time to start a new year to do new things it's freezing cold you don't want to go outside uh-huh. you're exhausted even okay. if you had a good christmas you're exhausted i'd rather start in the summertime when i come out you're, you're refreshed yeah. you're starting a new year it's nice outside what month should we start the new year in hmm end of august september i think 
That's where we start things anyways. It's true. Seasons, school, school years. Year. School's already happening in the middle of the year. Um, mm. Let's make new resolutions and habits when I don't want to go anywhere. I don't know. Just as it doesn't make sense to me. I, I, <laughs> I like thinking about my year now as yeah. I move into the year versus like when smack in the middle of all kinds of busy things. You like thinking of your year like as a school year year. Yeah, I think Interesting. so. Just my opinion. I, I don't hate it. But um, we have to introduce our friend. Yes. Chrissy. Hi, Chrissy. Hello. Never really knows Chrissy because she's always here. I know. True. <laughs> she always hear me. Yes. Yeah. We gave her a microphone and said, will you join us? We begged yep. her. We said, you should be on this. You're, <laughs> yeah. already, you're already here. You listen to us. You have things that we need to know. Yes. Get a mic every time. So, so here I am. Every time. Every time. I love it. So my contribution, now that I've introduced to the conversation about. Yeah. Yes, yeah. What do you think about? I feel like, who do you, who do you write to? Like, who are we like proposing this to? We need to start a no petition, idea. I think. Yeah. Yeah. To like the whole world. Mm. You know? I mean, I guess you could still drop the ball on New Year's Eve, but I think like we should be thinking about our year at a different point in time of the year. Mm. Or like some people think about their year, like our good friend Annie F. Downs, um, her birthday is the start of the... Of her year that she focuses on, which my birthday is December 31. So if I... Works out well for you. Yeah. You keep it right where it is then. New Year's resolutions are also my new birth year. And mine are, mine's September 7, so a week ago. Mm. Last week. Happy belated birthday. Yeah. Thanks. Happy birthday. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, that's why we had... To, this is our birthday present to you wow. a little Thank late. You. Congratulations. So <laughs> Yay. <laughs> yes. uh, so that also kind of means we're in a new podcast season yep. year. Yep. So can you give us a little rundown of what we're covering for the next season? Clayton? Yeah. So through the fall, we're trying to kind of mirror what's happening upstairs in sanctuary and auditorium. We're, we're following along with the sermon on the Mount, which is Jesus most famous sermon. He has a lot of great things to say. And as we've been thinking about being disciples, apprentices, followers, whatever word you like the best about following Jesus, um, our senior pastor believes this is the best passage to know how we do that. Um, what it means to be a disciple or an apprentice. Yeah. So we're going to kind of take some broad themes and we're just going to try to expand on them a little yeah. bit, I guess. The goal this year is that wherever we are in our church family, we're all working through the same things. We have common language and common yep. things to discuss. Yep. So that's what we're doing. And forever who wants to, uh, we're going to be memorizing the beginning of the Sermon on the Mount this year through the fall. Which is called... The Beatitudes. The Beatitudes. So we'll let we'll let our senior pastor, my dad, unpack that upstairs. We'll let him do yep. all that up there. But because uh, we we're we we're just doing some research on it. And what's the best know. way you find to memorize scripture? Both of you, Chrissy, do you have a good way to memorize scripture? I need lots of repetition. Yeah, I'm also a huge fan of flashcards. Oh, hmm. I don't know why I've. That helps you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was helpful in school. Yeah. It's helpful now as an adult. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. Because then I liked it because I think the hardest part with memorizing scripture is, okay, you have the words, but do you also have to memorize the reference? Because it doesn't make sense if you don't actually know where in the Bible it is. I know. Sure. And sometimes so, that's the hardest part right. for me because so I'm then, not great with numbers. So, yes. Yeah. Yes. So then I like to have one on one side. And then the reference on like words on one side, reference on the other. Hmm. So then I can try and learn like, okay, I look at it. What reference is that? And then yeah. eventually when I get really good, look at the reference. What scripture is that? Yeah. yeah. But so, I'm like a one verse type person. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're going to try to get 
3 through 12. So it's 9-ish, 10, whatever that is, yeah. 3 to 12. But we do like um, Psalm 23. Yeah, so we can do yes. that. Fine. So and every the Lord's week, Prayer. We yeah, all know the Lord's Prayer. We do prayer. know the Lord's Prayer. That's and in that the is Bible. scripture. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, so we're in, in, in services, we're always going to say it out loud. We are going to have a podcast that's going to slowly build it. So it's going to go week by week. Ooh. So we're always going to read it in its entirety yes. and then build. So it'll be verse three, then verse three, four, and then mm-hmm. verse three, four, five. So hopefully if you want to, as you walk or commute, whatever you do, you could listen to it. So you're going to yep. say it on Sundays. You can listen to it during the week. And also, if you want... We have an email uh, list, if you want to memorize it, that you'll get ideas of how to memorize. So we'll give you, there's apps. Most of them, the good ones cost five bucks. I'm not sure if you want to buy a $5 app. But we'll give you ideas as to how to memorize. Mm. And so, um, but what's beautiful about the beginning is that it essentially says that this kingdom Jesus has brought, is bringing, is for everybody. Everybody. So wherever you're at, if you're in a spot in life, you, you feel shame, you feel unworthy, you feel dis- just disconnected, you can always know if you have that in your heart, in your mind, that this kingdom is always for me. Yeah. I'm always a part mm-hmm. of it. You know, once within the circle of love, you're in. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do that um, as a church. That's really exciting. Yeah. That should be fun. But so the first week, the topic that we are given is, Chris doesn't know it yet, <laughs> radical love. <laughs> Surprise! Surprise! <laughs> we literally just pulled her into this conversation. That's good. Um, so, what's the first thoughts that come into your head when you hear radical love, Chrissy? Um, I think radical to me means like unlike anything else. Hmm. So, uh, if you are doing something radically, it's unlike what you maybe would see in culture or from other people around you. It just might look different. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then to love radically would be to, I don't know, it also feels like a really deep kind of love. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it feels yeah. like it lines up with unconditional. So yeah. not, not a lot of boundaries on that kind yeah. of love for caring for somebody. Well, what I love you said, though, is that it, it's different than I think it is. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably what Jesus is he's, what he's doing. He's doing, he, before this, he said, repent, change how you think about mm-hmm. things. Yep. So yep. this kind of love is going to be different than you think. Yes. Which, that was great, Chrissy. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. I feel like love is something we use all the time. Right. I love a lot of things. Right. I love my shoes. I yes. love my nieces. Mm-hmm. Now, those are very different kinds yes. of yes. love. Yep. But I still would say that I love my shoes. Right. Yep. I heard one pastor one time say that it's kind of become kind of a junk drawer word. There's yes. so many things that get thrown in. You're like, so what does that mean yep. exactly when you say love? You yep. know? Um, I think sometimes we equate love with like tolerance. Like you tolerate yes. someone's behavior. Like to show them love means to say you can do what you want to do because right. that's what you want to do. Um, when actually it feels almost like you don't love them enough to perhaps have a conversation with them mm-hmm. about it or to say, I really care about you. Maybe this is not the best thing, or maybe it is the best thing. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, I agree with you. Yeah. So radical love, different than you think. Different than Come you on, think. Come on, Chrissy. Mm-hmm. That's good. So the phrase we hear for love here a lot at this church is to will the good of another. Um, I found a couple of definitions that have been helping me, and I've been saying it a lot, and it's helped me think about what loving is when it comes to trying to love people like Jesus. So I have them in our, our notes. We'll put, we may put them in the show notes. We can. I don't know if we right can. in the show notes. I just notes. love saying show notes. It's yeah, fun. Yeah, we'll put them in the show notes. It sounds really <laughs> it legit does. when you talk about our show notes. If you don't notes. know what the show notes are, go ahead and click on the podcast and you'll see the show notes. Yeah. I love Good it. Good stuff. So uh, uh, one quote was this, that love is loyalty and commitment to serve a person 
so that they become more like Jesus, even if it means I give up my own rights and privileges, like Jesus did. So sometimes to love someone means I have to choose them over myself. Yeah. But the goal of that love is that they be, become like Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes when we love people, we love them to we want them to become who we want them to be. Mm-hmm. And that dictates how we love. So that'd be different. Um, the second one is that love is an unconditional commitment to an imperfect, an imperfect person in which one gives oneself to another to bring that relationship to God's intended purposes. So you want them to be like Jesus and you hope your relationship becomes what you, th- what God would want it to be. Yeah. Um, what do you think about well, those definitions? Those helpful? I, they are helpful. And it, it really makes me realize how, how as a, maybe as a society or a culture, we've cheapened love mm-hmm. because I think if you just think of love, kind of like what Chrissy was saying, like, I love my shoes. Well, <laughs> that doesn't really fall into any of those a different uh loyalty and commitment to serve mm-hmm. my shoes so that they become or what you <laughs> yeah. know like oh, right sense. when we just say <laughs> when we just say we love and i don't think it's wrong like i totally right. yeah. you know i'm not saying it wrong to say that but um i think first of all maybe english is just such a limited uh, language cuz yes. other languages have lots different of versions of love right. Yeah. Yes. right. Yep. well and even the bible yep. we just say love for all these things but sometimes jesus is talking about agape love and mm-hmm. sometimes he's talking about brotherly love right. i don't know all the yeah. said love hebrew and yep. whatnot mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. yeah so but we just have love right and so that goes from loving coffee to loving my husband, you know, the very different, like you were just saying Mm -hmm. very different types of love. Um, so when you're talking about it, Clayton, I'm like, Oh, love sounds kind of hard. When we talk about those definitions, it's easy for me to love things I choose. It's easy for me to love my shoes and love my coffee, but to everyday love unconditionally, those around us, that's, that's a bigger ask. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Hmm. So I was doing some studying and I don't, this is not definitive. I was listening to a teacher um, talk about the Beatitudes themselves and uh, different theologians think it's called, it is a chiasm to a degree. You're so they think the whole sermon is a chiasm. What so what a chiasm does is you kind of mirror each other on the ends and work their way towards the center. Oh. So if you think that is true, the chiasm of the Beatitudes, and maybe we'll get to it in the sermon later, is... Um, uh, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. So hungering and thirsting for righteousness, which is what we say here, right relationships. Yeah. So you hunger for a right relationship, which seems to me to fall in line with this idea of radical love, a different kind of love. Mm-hmm. You want people to become like Jesus. You want relationship to become what God wanted. Because when it comes to coffee, I consume coffee. The shoes are my shoes. I chose them. Yeah. Um, Versus when you're dealing with a person to have a right relationship, to actually do that takes some radical yeah. love. Yep. So, I don't know. It's true. I found a definition of radical love. Um, I Googled it. So, you know, take that for what yeah. it's worth. It was on a uh, counseling website. But they define radical love as the ultimate expression of wholeness and contentment and is the truest form of love in existence. Hmm. Whoa. So when we think of that, of Jesus loving us, 
the ultimate expression of wholeness and contentment and is the truest form of love. I would say when I am in the seasons of my life where I'm more in tune with Jesus and how he loves me, believing that he loves me, um, that are the, that's the times when mm-hmm. I am the most content. Yeah. So I really like that yeah. definition. I, it resonated with me. Mm-hmm. And my word for 2022 has been wholeness. And so, yeah, I thought that definition, yeah. how it tied into love was really cool. So let's, let's try. And this is always a hard part. I'm talking about love. Um, you know, our listeners and ourselves, like, how do we take this idea, this concept of radical love? Which, if we're honest, we probably don't do very well most right. of the time. Yeah. Um, in our families, in our households, with our neighbors, our friends, how, what does it look like? How do we actually do that? What, what, what are some things we can build in that would create space or repetition? I don't know, practice mm-hmm. that would help us start to. So if we're, we're starting this new year. School has started. We're past Labor Day. We're kind of into it now. Our rhythms are becoming established. Um, what are some rhythms we bring in that would help us to, as we study the sermon here, actually practice radical love. Hmm. Any thoughts? I think it's going to look so different for each person. Mm -hmm. So that's what I've been thinking about as you guys have been sharing too. So I remember in college being really struck by the scripture, love your neighbor as you love yourself and going, Oh, it's really easy for me to love my neighbor. It's a lot harder for me to love myself. Hmm. And so, um, I'm an Enneagram too, if that means anything to anybody. Mm -hmm. So I'm a helper. Um, Mm -hmm. And so it's really easy for me to put my own needs aside Mm -hmm. um, and help somebody else. But that can have a negative impact on myself as well if I'm Mm -hmm. not loving, yeah, loving myself Mm -hmm. too and putting Mm -hmm. and looking at those needs. And so I think even as we talk about this, what does it look like for each person to love and how we love so differently because we're Mm -hmm. created different. Um, And so I think the first thing, like Becky had said earlier, is to make sure that you are in right relationship with God. So Mm -hmm. you understand the love that he has for you, Mm -hmm. the unconditional Mm -hmm. love that like will always surpass how we love because we're broken. But like being first and foremost in his presence, hearing his word for you um, and his love for you, I think is a really good Mm -hmm. first step for all of us, Mm -hmm. regardless of how we love, because I can't love if I don't know what love is. Right. So good. That's, That's the first so thing true. that yeah, you, you got mind. me thinking. So yeah, to, so we need to experience love. So yeah. uh, something tangible that we're trying to do at our house. I probably talked about before. I say things and I don't know where I say them. Um, but we on Sabbath we have these yes days, mm-hmm. and so when we have a yes day, we ask each other, "What is it that you want to do today? Yeah, what is it that would make you happy today? What would bring you joy today?" And everyone has to name something mm-hmm. that they love. Mm. And then everyone else has to agree to do that thing. Mm-hmm. And you do it mm-hmm. with some joy because yeah, it's Sabbath, yeah. right? Yeah. But because I'm also, I'm not, I don't think I'm, I think I'm a two, but I am a helper and I have a hard time sometimes naming the things that I would like. Yeah. Yep. And so what I like about that is a practice for us as we move into the year is you do have to name some things that you love, but you also, mm-hmm. you let people around you know, this is how you can love me. Right. Yes. These yep. are things you can do for me mm-hmm. and I get to choose to do then for you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, I would wrestle with the same thing, Chrissy. Yep. And it's not selfish to have needs and to present those to people. And that's a way for people to love you well, too. Mm -hmm. 
so may that may that's something you can think about this year is just whatever you choose wherever you want to do it but with people that you love who love mm-hmm. you right yeah help them know how to love you this mm-hmm. year yeah and then vice versa yeah because it really is uh the more you it's just one of those kingdom equations right the more you experience not only like well yes god's love mm-hmm. is the ultimate exp- so if you allow yourself to experience god's love um that pours out to other people but a lot of times god wants to love us through other people mm-hmm. and so yeah. yeah being aware of like you just said, what yeah. are the ways you feel the most love? Well, that takes a, some self-awareness of what what does make me feel mm-hmm. known and loved. Um, so it's a good practice just yeah. to talk with God and right. and just reflect, uh, when right. do I feel the most content and whole? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And because then I'm probably feeling loved when I'm yeah. feeling those things. Yeah. So it's not, again, like we yeah. said, not the most easy task all right. of the time, but yeah. it'll take work. But also, I think it also helps you recognize, because um, you know, understanding God's love is is, is challenging to that, mm-hmm. that kind of love. Oh, yep. Yeah. But then, if you're in relationship with some people and they are loving you, it also helps you see. Look at these good gifts I've been given. Yep. Look at these people God has given mm-hmm. me. Like, wow, like these are my people. This is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's you know, because I heard someone say once, from the beginning, God's been looking for partners. Mm. You know. Well, yeah. who, so we, people, we, we, we bring his kingdom, we bring yeah. his person too. And it's easier for us to understand that versus, yes. you know, sometimes a God who's all powerful, all loving. That's kind of wild to even think about. Mm-hmm. I love getting my mind blown by that thought sometimes. Uh-huh. Yeah, like, absolutely. It's crazy. It's yeah. so crazy. So mm-hmm. we, I had a sweet moment. This is that just was popped into my mind. So I'll share it. Cause I'm, I'm hoping the Holy spirit wants this shared with someone, but, um, I was at a, uh, I'm on the prayer ministry team. And so we were at our train, our yearly training for that. And Kathy Deal led us through a prayer exercise about thinking of a time you were really, really grateful. And I was brought back to a moment of bringing my daughter to daycare. And so she was two, but she's been talking for her whole life. Like I don't ever remember <laughs> her not talking. So it's been really fun. Like, uh, um, anyways, and a game we loved to play is I love you more than, so I would say, Oh, Jessa, I love you more than, um, cookies. And uh, I love you more than sparkles, which was a huge, I mean, she yes. loves sparkles. <laughs> so, um, you know, we would just try to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And so, um, my daughter was actually at the prayer training with me. And so it was just a sweet moment because then mm-hmm. we had to share. And so I'm sharing with her, trying not to just like, well, I probably did cry because I always do. But I said to her, I just remembered playing that game. She's like, I remember playing that game. Mm-hmm. And I said, we should keep playing it. And she's like, we should play it with God. But he would always win because his <laughs> love. And I'm like, yeah, that feels. <laughs> he loves so much. And like he proved it by giving. He loved us more than life. And so we said, hmm, mm-hmm. maybe playing it with God would feel like mm-hmm. I can never yeah. love you more than that. But mm-hmm. it was just a sweet picture. Yeah. of. Um, so yeah, then. I think it would be a fun game to yeah. play with God. God, I love you more than mm-hmm. my shoes. Right. <laughs> I love you more yeah. than my morning coffee. Yeah. And um, kind of just a way to express your gratitude for everything yeah. he's given you. But also, it's a fun game to play with yeah, kids or friends or, yeah, yeah. Hmm. very sweet. Yeah, one of the thoughts you were talking about came to mind um, is uh, I, was in a, I was in a text group a while back. And if something, I hear the conversation, but the person in the group was saying, I'm trying to not tell my kids that I'm proud of them. Hmm. 
because uh, then I don't want them to think that my how I feel with them is tied to what they do. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm thinking about that a lot. And so I've been trying to change my own language and trying to catch myself just to tell my my, my girls, all three, mm-hmm. that I just love them. Yeah. I love being your dad. Yeah. I love being your daddy. I love being married to you. Like, um, I love just that shift in language, even mm-hmm. just to yes. help them, because I am proud of them. Yeah. yeah. But I, I get it gets it can get murky, and yes. so mm-hmm. um, not that you can't not say that. Right. But I want to also say, man, I just love being your daddy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes yeah. when Kelly and I are in a disagreement, we'll say, we look at you and say, I just. I love being married to you, you know, <laughs> yeah. because we do. And, and, we and, do, yeah. And so, but that it's just is... a good, it's been a good, that was a great thing said to me in a text group. Mm-hmm. Plug for text groups. You should join <laughs> one. But um, yeah, so that made, brought that to my mind too. Yeah. So that's a great reminder because yeah. that's part of that radical love, right? It's mm-hmm. not, um, oh, I love you when you played really well or when you got an A right. on that test. It's, right. um, I've heard before too, instead of after you watch your child play a sport, let's say, so after the soccer game on Saturday, instead of saying, Hey, good job, buddy. It's calling out. I loved when you cheered on your teammate. Mm-hmm. Yep. I loved watching you play. Mm-hmm. Not only if they win, right. not right. only if they scored a goal, mm-hmm. it's if they do score a goal, like, Hey, great job on that goal. I yeah. can tell you tried really hard, mm-hmm. you know, just calling out other things. And it sounds so crazy, but the way our brains translate things, even though when you as a parent mm-hmm. tell your child, I'm so proud of you after they do, because you are, yeah. how the devil twists that to like, well, they're only proud of me when I perform well. And mm-hmm. that's, yeah. Right. Yeah. So, yep. but just practicing the radical love of like, I don't just love you because you won the game. And, and you know, that feels like, well, obviously that I don't think that, but mm-hmm. how our brains interpret things yep. is yep. so fascinating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Calling out who they are, not what they've done. Yes. Yep. So I was thinking exactly. that too, like, oh, instead of, man, you did such a good, well, you can say you did a good job yeah. of play, but like, I love your creativity. Yeah. I lo- like mm-hmm. calling out pieces yeah. of who they are. Yeah. Because that's what's on display yeah. when you're yeah. in a sporting event or you're yeah. at yeah. a performance you, pieces. Yeah. You're seeing parts of who they are. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Even mm-hmm. calling out ways in people. This isn't just, well, yes, with your children, but even with coworkers and um, friends and spouses. And, you know, I saw Jesus in you when mm-hmm. you helped our neighbor with their thing they couldn't get or whatever. And just, you know, even... I hate that. Sometimes in my head, I'm like, well, that would sound really weird. And part of me is like, it's only weird till it's not, right, Clayton? Right. Yeah, <laughs> right? normal till it's normal. Yeah, it's only yeah. normal till it's... So, yeah, just calling out ways we see people practicing radical love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that means I have to have my own eyes open and be right. aware of it. Right. So. Yeah. Hmm. That's good. Anything else, anybody? Mm-mm. We just encourage you, just just to start with today. Yeah. Whatever something probably lifted as we've been talking, I think the spirit just he just brings things to our attention. Whatever he brought to your attention, just maybe jot it down, mm-hmm. and then just start with today. Uh, try it, mm-hmm. practice it. Yeah. Um, and then just see what happens as that happens, and you know, maybe make a note if if you think it went if you. I don't know. Try it again tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, and we're all wired so differently. Yeah, so right. how I show radical love to my um, people in my life is going to be so different from right. how Chrissy mm-hmm. shows it and how Clayton yeah. shows it. So yeah. just being 
yeah, just being yeah. curious of right. how does God want me mm-hmm. to show my people right. radical love? Right. right. And all fail to ask. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah he's, exactly. How can I show radical love to you? Yeah. yeah. Yes. There's nothing wrong with asking. Yeah. No. How do I love you today? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you ask when that. I've been asked that. It's like, oh, yeah. uh, I right. don't know. <laughs> yeah. um, can I get back to you on that? Let me think about that <laughs> yeah. for a minute. But it's like, wow, okay. Mm-hmm. Which would be really intentional to think about it. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's a good one, Chrissy. I like that. So, yeah. Well, I would say, too, uh, whatever it is you choose to do with your people, regardless of stage of life, it's funny to think about what will happen from that. Yeah. Like I was thinking about uh, something that was prayed over me my whole life is that we want, we pray that you become all that God created you to be. I think about that definition all the time. Mm-hmm. So now I say that over my girls yeah. and we've kind of added and help us partner with you in doing that. Mm. Yeah. So I just wonder them in my own mind, like what will my girls say if they hear the same prayer every night, mm. what will they say to their kids? What will they yeah. add to it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just fun to think about. Yeah. So, so want to, want to bless everyone on the way out. I would love to. Perfect. <laughs> So Jesus, we just thank you that you are the ultimate example of radical love. And I bless each person listening um, that they would receive your radical love, Mm -hmm. that they would have an encounter with your radical love for them. Even now, God, that you would um, just be so near to them that you would call out qualities in them that you've placed in them, that you love so much in them. And I pray that as they receive an encounter with your love, that that would overflow to those around them, that the people they encounter at school and at work and in their own homes, God would be so touched by your radical love. And so Um, we thank you for the ways you've created each of us to receive and give your radical love. And uh, yeah, I'm just really excited to see where you are leading people um, today and in the weeks and months to come, God. So we thank you for who you are. We love you, Jesus. Amen. 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 Thank you for joining us for this T3 Family Podcast. 